So I'm in, um, I was in Nevis with my uncle Tom and hanging out down there. Had a rental house down in the Caribbean. It was a badass little island. And um, I was down at the bar, shocker, right? Hanging things out. And Tom came down to find me and see what's going on. And he comes down. If you haven't met Uncle Tom, he's like a cartoon character on his own. He's an awesome guy. And um, so he goes down and talks to some of the locals like, hey, you seen my nephew anywhere? I'm like, oh, the big pink one? <laughs> so I was, that was the big pink one on the island of Nevis for a while. So that kind of stuff. And he has not lived that down in decades. So you Although don't really like, take credit for being the best dad. It's all about just having the Redskins jersey on there. That's your priority. Yeah, well, I mean, we, we all know that that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I right. mean, we got we to gotta be realistic here about, you know, ourselves. That's right. Come on. And with that as our opening, let's say hello to everybody. This is, <laughs> this is our beautiful BE3 podcast. You got Jeff Beggins here. Craig Beggins here. And Mike Puma who certainly dressed up for the occasion. We appreciate you doing that. Did. You, you have to, you have to represent when you get the best player in the entire draft, you have to celebrate that. So I'm and celebrating. I love it. And we will pay no atten- attention. This is the same shirt I had for the last one. Cause my dry cleaners are closed and I'm really kind of <laughs> the bottom of the barrel here on this I, one. <laughs> I actually want to talk to you about this whole blue shirt mindset, but we'll, we'll save that for later in the podcast. All right. Well, this is kind of fun for all of us here because things are changing. Uh, the world's changing. The energy's changing. Everything's changing around. And it's, I guess it's an evolution of sort, right? In, in a kind of a play on words with all kinds of different things with evolution. But from a business perspective, we've collectively decided that we're taking a couple shifts and the way we're producing our content, what we're going to have in our content. So, um, Puma, why don't you take the lead on that one and explain kind of what evolution we've, we've decided that we're doing, why we're doing it, and um, you guys enjoy the ride while we, while we have some fun with this one. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, the reality is when we first started really creating daily content going on two years ago, we kind of set out with this initial mission, right? And the initial mission was let's create really transparent content and be real, right? That was the whole original name was keeping it real in real estate. And we quickly realized, you know what, that we, we have to establish ourselves as being the experts in knowing what we're talking about. And I feel like we've done that extremely well over the last you know two years. We've put out a ton of tactical content. Um, if you just recently started following us, I highly encourage you to either follow us on YouTube or we'll put the links below or go to beggingstory.com where you can see all of that content. And that content really is hands-on, do this, and so we, you know, we always get the same feedback. You, you guys say the same things a lot. And the answer is yes, we do, because we know that there's, those are the things that work, right? We do this every single day. We've been doing it for a long time. You know, you and Craig have been doing this going on 28 years. So we know what works. And so we're not going to sit here and make things up. But what we realize is we've, we've given you that. We've given the best advice. And we're going to already taught you everything we know. Okay, exactly. <laughs> So we're going to continue. We're going to continue to give that tactical advice, but there's a lot more to this business. There's a lot more to it than just real estate. A lot of it comes down to mindset, comes down to how do we approach things that we're human beings. We have things that happen in our lives and, and all of those things cause us to evolve. 
And right well, now we've all pause that for a quick second. Yep. Pause that for a quick second. I think I think the last couple months have shown us for sure that there is no path, right? There is no one way to do stuff because everybody's business plan for this year just got shredded, right? Last month. It just it, it's a totally different industry in essence, right? We have the same fundamental situations, but the way we approach things, the way we get business is completely different. So this is a way to stay very nimble and what yeah. we're doing too, because the way that you approach all the pillars or the lanes, whatever you want to call them, um, changes. And it changes yeah. on a monthly, weekly basis. And we just have a different ways to bring those, those about. So you're still going to be seeing yeah. a lot of content just wrapped, packaged a little bit differently. Yeah, I think now it's going to be the tactical content wrapped inside though of this just real transparent conversational style content. You're going to see... Um, our agents joining us that are really living this alongside of you that are, that are out there on the front lines doing this. We're going to be bringing them in um, at least once or twice a week to join us as well and get their perspective and understand their stories and what's driving them and how what we're saying is working and, and playing out in real life. And so I think, you know, that all is going to combine into just a little bit of a different style content that hopefully will, hit home in a different way and maybe you'll hear the same thing where again we're not going to be making things up but maybe you'll hear it differently and it'll click and, you know in a different way so that's kind of the goal and that's what you're going to be seeing here moving forward so, so Greg, what are your what are your thoughts from the industry perspective what kind of pivots what kind of shifts are we going to see in in, in real estate now of course we're, we're talking um a AC after coronavirus, right? And as we're hopefully on that trend of things flattening down and, you know, we're starting to have the areas open up again, I hope, you know, as far as businesses starting to open and phasing and opening. So fast forward a few weeks or a month or so, what do you see the landscape changing? How do you see it differently from your doing this for, for quite a while? Well, you know, when this first stay at home thing started, Century 21 pushed out webinar after webinar after webinar. And I listened to webinar for webinar, some really powerful people like Steve Murray, the editor of Real Trends. And, and he made some statements that I think are really true. I'll, I'll tell you what I'd like to see. Um, there's 83,000 real estate brokerages in the United States. 83,000. Our company ranks number 335 in the US of all brands in the entire United States, which means we're better than 82,665 of them, right? And we have 400 agents and we have 250 that created revenue in quarter one, right? Yep. That, that's, and, and we're as good as we are and we perform that shitty. But I'm gonna, we are better than most by far, even with that level of production, there's a lot of real estate agents that just shouldn't be real estate agents anymore. And that's a landscape I would like to see happen because then the good ones can get really good. But don't, right. wouldn't you, wouldn't you agree though, that in addition to the agents that probably shouldn't be agents, a lot of that could correlate to the fact that they've been, learning slash trained by brokers who probably shouldn't be brokers anymore. I mean, yes. I just, 
you know, I, we spend a lot of time at these conferences. I've, you know, see a lot of other brokers. I know a lot of other brokers and don't get me wrong. There's some great ones out there, but the reality is a majority of brokers just don't, they're, they're almost glorified landlords. They don't approach the business in a helpful way. Their intent is not to go and help their agents who work for them or underneath of them. Their intent is to just either fund a lifestyle or to go about their way or collect a monthly check and basically be their landlord where that is not the approach we have taken. And I think I personally just, you know, from being the newest of this threesome, I believe that our intent to truly help and the dedication that we have done to build this thing, the way we've built it has strictly allowed us to be as good as we are despite only 250 of 400 actually performing. And I want to temper that back a little bit. We, you know, we hire probably 10 or 20 people a month. So it's fair to give them a ramp up speed. So if you're hiring 20 people a month in their first 90 days, you know, that's, that's 60 people out of the hundred that didn't produce that are on the path to production at some point. Right. Yep. Let's try to soften that blow a little bit. Well, but here's, yeah. here's, I think another big issue inside the industry right now is in order to become a real estate broker, the qualification is two years of being a real estate agent, no qualification to do any real production. You don't have to do any real job. You have to have your license for two years and then sit for another test. 72 right, hours. Right? And then all of a sudden you're a broker, you can open up your office. The majority, right? And I'll say majority, because at this stage it's greater than 50% from the, looking at some of the reports of the brokers, have been brokers for a very small period of time, right? And they've started their brokerage after 2008, right? Which is 12 years. Over the last 12 years, how many agents or team leaders or um, agents who have done their thing said, you know what, I'm going to go open up a brokerage. And they say, come on over with me. It's six, eight, 10 people, 20, 20 people, whatever it is. And they run, an, they run a brokerage all in the good times when rates have been low. And the industry has been relatively calm right for the since then and so it's really easy and the issue is we always joke about it the people who've never been punched in the mouth or kicked in the gut or just kicked in the you know what right they you can't describe how that feels right you have to feel it right that's i mean and we've unfortunately and fortunately felt that a lot well, i can we've i can report quite a few <laughs> right yeah we can, our bars are a bit high quite a bit <laughs> from the receiving end. But that's what brings the value. There's 60,000 transactions almost now and a lot of experience and a lot of screw ups, some lawsuits, some big problems, some, some issues that we've had to work through and figure out that you can't read about. You can't, you don't just read that on page 32 of the textbook, right? You've got to take the, the lumps and the hits and there's just not enough, right? Not a lot of brokerages have that experience because brokerages have managers and managers cycle in left and right, like people's underwear a lot of times. And right, it's just, what do you do? And so you, where's the consistency? Where's the whole thing? That's what I'm excited about. What we do is we got one voice and we got one message and we have one direction. And that's a rare thing out there. And you might not like it, but that's okay. Cause you don't have to keep watching. Um, but if you do, it's not going to change. And so we, we know, the only thing we know is to be real. And the only thing we know is we don't know everything. But what we do know is when something comes up, we're going to figure it out. And as a as instilled value, if something gets screwed up, we're going to fix it. 
and we're going to learn and we're going to do the best we can. That's going to not hurt anybody and, and just keep rolling forward. And that's kind of some of the fun stuff that we're doing. This conversation has made me think of two, two quotes, if you will. Right. One, it was, um, it was 1990. Right. I got my broker's license in 1990. It was 30 years ago. Um, and the first book I read explained the purpose of opening a brokerage is to duplicate the successful activities of the broker. That was the message about being a real estate broker. You become a broker to teach other agents to be as successful as you were. And I'm not bragging, but at that time, I was the number one listing agent in Hillsborough County. Remember the Kent Street yeah. board would come out? Oh, and there were some reasons behind that. That a development kind of background, had a lot of listings, but I knew how to take listings, right? I knew how to market. I knew how to make a listing presentation. And that was, I could teach my agents to do that. And then the first year we opened our company, back then it was farming because we didn't have, we barely had, we just almost got the dial-up modems for a, a black screen <laughs> thing. But we actually had books in the beginning. And the my little team entered my brain. You got mail. We would get together as a group with our gold jackets on. Remember, this is 1992 when we started Century 21. And we would go knock on doors. And we took the little areas and we broke them into groups. And I took the successful activities I did in the neighborhood I worked in. And we expanded it to the little town that we're in. This is Apollo Beach. And in the yep. first year, we took the number one market share position in the county, in the, in the city. Yep. Right? So that's one. And the second thing was, and Mike, this is your point, a belief, a firmly embedded belief that you can have everything in life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. And that's a firm belief within this company, right? Yeah, it's what it is. I want a lot of things. And I know I can get them if I help you get them and you get them and you get them and all these agents get what they want, which is why we spend so much time talking about the primary aim, which we can't get them to do. And that's, you just got to pull your hair out. Right? Yeah, but I, I think, I think that is, that to me is the punchline. The punchline is we actually give a shit. There is a, there's a whole <laughs> like new that. place. There's a whole new place. Well, we give a that, shit because we're dependent on it because we can't get what we want if you don't get what you want. We are, but like, I, so I look at it like this, right? The, the thing, I'm not a huge Tom Brady fan, right? And now that he's coming to Tampa, um, he'll maybe hear this, so. Tom, I still love you. Um, but the reality is I'm not, right? I've never – I'm more so not a Patriots fan, so maybe that will change a little bit now that he's in a Bucks uniform. But what I do respect the shit out of is the fact that the man has made more money than he could possibly know what to do with. When you, are, when you hit that level of success yet are still hungry like you have nothing to put in the work and to put in that effort and to go try and make everyone else better around you when you don't have to, right? You start playing for it. You're playing a different game. Tom plays a different game than everyone else on the field, which allows him to be the best. And for me, coming back to real estate, I think that is, you know, obviously I'm a little biased, but I believe that is one thing we do better than almost anyone I've ever met in the real estate industry is we've, we've had a lot of success but we're playing a different game. We're not playing just for that. We're playing to help other people. We're, paying, we're playing the game to help the agents. So when, we're, when you hit that level, it's just a completely different mindset. And, you know, we could phone it in, right? You have reached a level of success in your career and a level of acknowledgement, Craig, that you do not have to get up and train your agents 
every single morning, 8.30, 9.30. You don't have to do it. 90% of them would still stick around. You could tell me to do it and Jeff to do it and everyone else to do it. You could. You could have Chris do the meeting. You could have someone else do it. You could phone it in because you've hit that level. But that's not what you do, right? You're getting up. You're leading by example because you're playing a different game than everyone else. And that is what separates, in my opinion, the best from the good. And, and we're going to see that play out. I truly believe that even more so as we continue to evolve what we're doing and some of the new initiatives that we've got going on. So I'm, I'm pretty pumped. What I think is pretty interesting about that analogy is let me, let me pick up on the Tom Brady thing for a second. Um, yeah, he could have easily retired with his handful of rings mm-hmm. and more money they can ever spend, right? Um, yep. But he didn't. And his level of the game is saying, you know, let me see what I can do. But it wasn't let me see what I can go do. It was let me see what team is best for me to affiliate with that's got some talent and some leadership that I actually connect with and we have common values and core beliefs that I'll be able to run my game, right? The way I want with support staff that we're all aligned, right? And yep. what, what team could he have gone to? How about any single freaking one? Would have I like that analogy where it's going. Right? And so he said, I'm, he's not coming just to play, right? He's coming to win a Super Bowl at a brand new team with a brand new surrounding with brand new players and different coaches to show that he's able to make it happen. Right. There's no doubt in my mind, he has a trophy in his hand at the end of the season in his mind. Right. And he'll do Mm -hmm. everything in his power to make that happen. He will help inspire. He will help bring other people up to a different level because the guy's got a ton of experience and he's been there. Right. And he knows how to happen. And I mean, He's seen every defense that could possibly be out there. He knows how to read people's head moves and shakes and eyes and, and little jerks, right? That's the stuff that a new quarterback that comes in and doesn't get yet. And that's the new broker, right, that doesn't know when the guy shakes like that that he's probably going this way and this way because he's watched all the film. And he's been doing it for 10 years, right? And he knows exactly how that guy plays, so he's ready. He's prepared. And that's what we have going on here. So what's interesting about – our evolution and kind of what we're doing is we've got a pond that we've been fishing in, right? Called Tampa Bay. And we've got the best of the best of the agents in Tampa Bay that we align with, that we affiliate with, that we have core common values with, that we like to be around. They like to be around us and we're doing our thing, right? There's not a whole lot more. So to get to a level where we want to go, right? is requires more, right? More people to be able to empower, educate, and encourage. So what we're going to do and what we're working on doing now is expanding a footprint so we can have a reach into more people to bring onto a team to keep bringing more things into. So now there's not 250 people doing something in a quarter. Add a zero to that, right? Now it's 2,500 people. It's five times. Wherever, how, how far can we go? Right? Because there's no shortage of people that we can help have a better life. Right. And it's not about, I mean, we can make our payments, right. We're fine. We're the, our houses are fine. Our boats are fine. We're, this is about that next game, right? How do we win that next game? And what do we, how many people's lives can we affect in the positive to put a big ass smile on their face to say, wait, you are good. You deserve this. You can do it. This is what you need. If you haven't had it, nobody really taught you and you didn't feel comfortable. You know, you're good enough. You can do it. You got this. Let's just pick one of these things and let's just do this one thing 
And you know what? Record yourself, send it over, let's listen to it. And here's where you screwed up with the upswings and here's where you could have done this and let's, let's figure it out, right? There's, there's not another coaching team that can help success happen better than what we're doing. I and mean, that's not a bragging situation. It's a fact of time and amount of energy and, and, and at-bats or reps, right? We've just had more coaching sessions than most other brokerage. We've had more training sessions than most other brokerages. We've had more lawsuits than most other brokerages. We've had more listings. We've had more sales. We've had more issues, right? And we've had more success. And we've had more ass kickings. We've had came out the other end. And there's not a whole lot of deals that come up. I mean, how, Craig, how many times do you get agents that freak out? Oh, my God. Da, da, da. Right? This happened. Oh, yeah. This happened. You're like. Slow down. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's all good. Here's how this is going to play out. Just relax. And here's what's going to happen. And no, you're not going to get sued. I promise you it's not worth the expense of suing you. This is a very minor problem. That's right. Let's jump on the phone with the clients and we'll figure it out. Did somebody screw up? Let's fix it. Call it out. It is what it is. We'll move on. Everybody will work when a buyer wants to buy. So I want stuff. It always happens. Relax. Shut up. Let's fix so it. there's a very, very good agent who doesn't work for us who I've done transactions with personally and a high-end agent. She called me on Friday and said, um, you've got a problem brewing. Don't worry. It's not a big one. I know you can handle it but I'm going to have an agent call you on Monday. And I thought it was kind of cool. She's don't worry. I know you can handle it, <laughs> but yeah. you got something brewing over there. Solve it. And that's mm -hmm. just the reputation you have. I had a problem yeah. with another broker the other day and he's been a broker for a long time. He's a good broker. It's a totally different business model than ours, but there was a mutual respect there. And, you know, we just got together. We solved the problem without any controversy. And yeah. I could have crushed him because his agent screwed up big. Right. But I didn't because it's just we've built that relationship and a mutual respect over time that just starts to um, make you a kinder person. Yeah, but that reputation is earned, right? right? And that reputation pays dividends. It pays dividends in life. It pays dividends in business. When you, when you go into a business deal with the purpose of having a fair deal and not with the purpose of trying to take advantage of the other side, right. it plays out for you so much better. And if you go in there with the mindset of I'm going to screw that other person because I know I have leverage and I can, right? When Jeff, you do you remember the YPO days? Dad would always give us books. Is win-win, no deal. We have little buttons. Win-win, yep. no deal. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's how we were trained growing up. Yep. Yeah. And it's got to be. Every deal, in, especially in business, has got to be approached with that mindset because at the end of the day, that plays out. And long-term, the – you know, to your point, experience matters. You know, think, think about when we all have two kids, Jeff, most recently, right? Think back, Jeff, to when you had Kai and how nerve wracking that experience was compared like to the most recent one. a terrorist got dropped into my household. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have no idea what to expect. Right. You have, you have this, this little person now that you're fully responsible for whose every ounce of livelihood relies on you. It's, I remember coming home from the hospital. Me and Courtney came home. I remember her mom was here, thank God. And we both sat down on the couch and just started crying. And we had no idea why, right? We were just so emotionally drained. Fast forward to the second one, and it was a completely different experience. Still, obviously, new things come up. You know, one does something that the other one didn't do. But from an overall experience, completely different. Right? And well, I'm you sure cry on the couch for wrong. completely different reasons. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. And maybe you drink more. Who knows, right? <laughs> but, but your experience with Rami 
was a lot different, I'm sure, than it was with Ty. And that just speaks to the fact that that's, that plays out in every aspect of life. It plays out in real estate. You know, two transactions is, is different than one. And then, you know, 50,000, 55, 60,000 are different than 10,000. So, you know, that's, I, there's nothing else to say about it. We, our experience is played out and we're trying to share that experience every day with anyone who will listen. And that's what I think is really unique about what we're doing. We have, you know how many times we've gone to a conference where the other agents and brokers literally will ask me, why are you guys telling everyone everything? Like I've gotten that question. Like they don't, they can't wrap their heads around it on why we would give away our best advice for free. They can't, they don't understand. They don't wrap their heads around it, but it comes back to the fact that we are being extremely transparent and we're trying to help other people. That's it. Right. There's no other way to say it. We, we're, our intent is to help and we can't do that if we're making shit up or not telling the whole truth or not sharing that best advice. So that's right. I was, I was thinking this morning I was up around three and then when the brain kicked into gears, like, ah, crap. And then they look at the phone, like, Two says a five somewhere in there. I could get up and like three, like, oh man. Then you sit there, like, I right, go back to sleep, go back to sleep. It's like, <laughs> idea, idea, idea. Okay, so you're up. And then one of the things was like, you know, what are we doing? Right. And then why, why, why do we do what we do? Right. What, what are we doing? Because obviously the evolution, the pivot, all the stuff that we're, we're working on as a brokerage group now is, is in my head. I'm excited as hell. And then you think of like the Jonathan Knights, right, of the world. Another, another cool agent, brand new agent totally different com- company, totally different region, but reaching out and coming up and calling in and just saying, Hey, you know, my, you guys helped me grow my business when 100% I listen to everything you're doing and it's changed my life. So thank you. And you get those type of conversations. I mean, that's, that's the cool thing. Plus of course our agents, but you, you see the ability to scale and you see the ability to touch people that are in a different pond, which, you know, you jump from a pond to a bay to an ocean. Right. And I think that's kind of the evolution of where we're going as a company right now is, is the, the pond's been fun. Uh, we're going to jump into a little bigger bay. It's got a cool inlet that leads out to an ocean. We're going to, our boat's pretty cool when we can handle some seas. So let's go see where we can go. Right. No, I think, I think it's important though to, to note, right. And make sure that our audience knows these evolutions happen, but they're not easy. Right. Talking about it's easy. They don't come without fear and anxiety. You know, I know between the three of us with, the new stuff we're doing, there's been a lot of that, like, yeah, let's do it. And then it's like, oh my God, but what if it doesn't work? Right? What if what if this happens? What if that what happens? If it does? And so what if it does work? How, do, how are we going to handle it? You know, all of those things. So my point being, if you're watching this and you're either going through an evolution yourself or you're, you're trying to figure out what's next in your business, just know that the, the fear and anxiety that comes with that is normal but it's a matter of whether or not it's going to control you. And so at the end of the day for us, it's not going to control us at the end of the day, we know what we want to accomplish. And so we're going to push through it and we're going to, we're going to explore because at the end of the day, if it fails, right. And it doesn't work the way we wanted, it's RL. It's on us. No one else. Other people may judge us for it, but who gives a shit? I don't really care what they think. At the end of the day, we believe it's the right thing to do. We're going to do it. And it's either going to work or it's not. So we're going to push through those. So if you're going through something, if you're on that brink of evolution with your business or with something else in life and you're feeling scared about it, good. 
that means you're on to something. You, that means it matters, right? You're actually thinking about it, which is causing those fears and causing that anxiety. It's just a matter of whether you're going to let that stop you. And if you let it stop you, then it wasn't a big enough goal. And if you don't let it stop you, how do you give a large chance of succeeding? I think if you don't think you're going through an evolution right now, then you need to wake <laughs> up because the entire world just got disrupted. I mean, it 100, your business will never be the same, right? Will never, ever, 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 ever be the same. What brought you success in early Q1 will not bring you the same success in Q3 and Q4. The world's changed. People's expectations have changed. People's speed of delivery has changed. People's access to information has changed. People's everything has changed. So if you don't evolve with that, you will be left behind. And those of us who have been really paying attention and rolling through this one are poised way better than a lot of people who are going to start waking up when their estates open up, right? It, you know, you got a lot of catch up to there. So it, there is an evolution happening. And I just hope you realize it. If you don't, um, let us know. We'll help you figure it look, out pretty quickly. Look how, more, how much more comfortable people are now doing meetings like this. True. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I had 23 Zoom meetings last week. Yeah. 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 I don't typically have 23 meetings in a week. Yeah, you did. I mean, but they were different before. People, it was got a minute, and people walked into your office right. and had a question. So you had 50 of those, right? But not as so productive. Not, not yeah. as productive. So you got a lot more done with half of the meetings, but and then the got a minute turned into text, right? Yeah. Which is fantastic. Hey, quick question. <laughs> right? Hey, I'm on a Zoom call. What do you need? Hey, my buyer wants to do this. What should I say? This is my thing. Will you look at the dot loop? Sure. Send it over. Done. 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 Communication. I didn't have to hear. No offense. I didn't have to hear about your weekend. Right, because I don't really have time about it right now, and it doesn't really matter at this moment in time. Right, we could talk about that on another time at our happy hour. Right, but this is in, out, in to the point. What's your question? Here's the deal. I know how to solve your problem. What's the problem? Let's go. Right, and that's what I think efficiency and effectiveness is 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 here right now. Not to discredit um, the the fluffy Please. stuff, but there's a time and a place for for stuff. And like, if you really want to get some shit done right now, it's way better than it was before because the interruptions are way fewer um, or have changed place and, you know, and said, I'll be right back with you soon. Right. And well, it's I think, acceptable. I think it's really interesting for me was a, kind of a revelation was, you know, I'm used to, especially with you, Jeff, of spending time right in, in the office together and shooting content and like even these podcasts, like with both of us, I, I, I'm used to being around each other. And it was funny. Courtney the other day was like, so do you miss hanging out with Jeff? And I'm like, I feel like I am, right? Like I thought that would be the biggest distance. Like I thought like this wouldn't feel the same and we would still feel a level of disconnection. I don't see it. I don't feel yeah. it. I feel like we're still, we communicate now probably more than ever, right? So like it's really interesting that it, and it more really effectively did. Too. And more effectively. And I, I think it filled that gap. So it's, it's interesting, you know, but a lot of times you don't, you don't make this evolution unless it's forced. And so while I think, you know, what's going on in the world, there are people dealing with the loss of loved ones. There are people dealing with huge financial issues. There's a lot of, of negative shit happening to people. And I feel for that, but there's so much positivity that's going to come from this, both in your individual life, as well as just the world in general. And so we just have to be able to pull those positivity out as we come through this. And I, you know, I do think we're nearing that, that latter half of this, at least for most of us, 
And it's now it's time to like, let's look at those bright sides. Let's look at those positivity. Let's look at the evolution that's happening and how we can actually leverage that to get us to the next level. And if you do that, I think you're going to come out on the other side. I yes, think that's my other quote. It's uh, not what happens to you in life. It's how you react to what happens to you in life. Cause we're all getting things Brother. thrown at us. It's just how you react to it. Yep. And you get to choose that. It's hard to I, see. It takes an evolved person to understand it, but it's true. I think it's very true. And I think from a, um, a real, a realistic side, not so optimistic side, I think you have to be very, very cognizant of the shifts that have happened in the marketplace right now. And if you haven't shifted with it or your brokerage hasn't shifted with it, it's going to be a painful reality um, when you come around, because I think there's a lot of agents that um, are having some aha moments as far as value or lack thereof. Right. And realizing um, who's there and what's there and what they really need in times like this, right? It's not necessarily just a simple got a minute, it's strategy, it's structure, it's, it's, it's knowledge, it's history, it's, it's, it's the ability to handle shit, right? Because nobody needs anything until they need it, right? And you don't need anybody to make things up. So I think experience and work is going to come out very positively on the other side of this scenario. And I think there's gonna be a shakeup with people kind of left holding the bag saying, what happened? Right. And I think it's a it's a personal choice if that happened to you. I know there hasn't been a day we've missed a beat. Right. There's not an agent that's not got everything that they need um, from any of our management team. We got a We get a deep depth chart and anybody needs anything. They have it. So I, I, I'm excited about what's going to evolve from from this and where we're going. Yeah. So. Um, so sneak peek, what's going on? What, what are you going to see Craig, in the, in the future? from an industry perspective. I was looking to see if the hot sheet came out yet, but it hasn't. <laughs> yeah. um, just to comment on that, so the hot sheet, just so you know, and this is some of the mindset stuff we do. In the absence of information, people make shit up. So we send out a hot sheet every day that reports how many listings were taken, how many sales were made, how many closings were had. And then we give credit to all the agents who contributed those deals and what the prices were. And on a given day, I think on average right now, I'd say it's fair. We're doing 10 listings, 10 sales, and 10 closings a day, right? And that's just impressive. So it's hard to go through life. And I talk to a lot of agents. Thank God for that hot sheet. It lets me know what's really going on. And we've had some days we've had 15, 16 turn in in a day. Yep. And we're typically, before the corona stuff, we were doing about 15 sales a day, right? On, on the working days. It's about this, is fun. This, this is what fires me up. This is from one of our agents. Just spent time on the phone with so-and-so um, works for another company. I'm sending your way to interview to work for Whit Baggins, best brokerage ever, right? That's one of our agents sending a co-broker agent to us. That, that's, I, the, that's the recurring factors that you see that you know what you're doing. It's attractive repel, right? I owe a call back, same, same type of thing. Century 21 in South Carolina referred a very, very, one of the top agents in the area up there who works for a competing brokerage up there referred them down to us because he's relocating to Tampa and spoke super highly. He just left me a voicemail. I got to call him back after this. And that referral came to me just because they follow our content. saw all we did, had a connection with him, sent him down to us and said, they are the place that you need to go to. They don't work for us. They don't, you know, but that level of connection because we are putting it out there. So going back to earlier, when every broker asked me, why do you do that? That's why, because 
we, they know who we are. They know our approach to real estate. They know what we believe. There's no bullshit here. We say the same thing. We're putting it out here. Go watch, go watch the video, right? Go to Vegans 3. You're going to know what we believe and how we approach it. There's well, no mistake. Just like I said in the beginning, the purpose of opening a brokerage company is to share the positive responses that the broker created. So we're just doing what we want you to do. So if you're doing what we're telling you to do, you're going to get the referrals too, because you're going to be known as a badass ninja real estate agent. Yep. So, and you're building connection with people. What I think is yeah. kind of fun too, is the difference between us and people. So are you just trying to do coaching? No, we're not doing coaching. We don't right? charge for coaching anyway. We're a real estate company, right? Not a coaching company. Like, I mean, we're in the freaking trenches on a daily basis on what's going on with the agents, with the clients, with the, with the sellers and the buyer. We know what's, we've got the real pulse going on. So I think it's a unique little hybrid blend of what's going on. So, you know, our business is the exact same as the agents, right? I mean, what do we tell agents? Stay in front of people, um, attract and repel, right? What are we doing? We're staying in front of people, attracting and repelling. There's people that say, hey, who's that guy? Like, whatever, I don't want to listen to that. Okay, two, three. Unfollow, unsubscribe, <laughs> bye bye. Right? Do you know, other people say, do you know how many cool cowboy fans? Do you know how many cowboy fans saw that I was wearing this shirt and shut us off like thirty seconds into this conversation? <laughs> right. <laughs> but I love it. Right. I love it. I love. I love that. I because to me that's what this is all about. I want. That's what humanity is about. Let's can. You're gonna connect with some. You're not gonna connect with others. But finding those people that you do connect with and hitting it off on a whole new level is exactly what life's about. See, the resemblance to the FSU colors there for me isn't really boating well for you. Either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sorry. I, uh, I, I, I can understand that and respect that, but unfortunately um, I, I have zero control over it, you know? <laughs> so a lot of cool stuff's about to happen. A lot of interesting stuff's going to happen. A lot of shakeup stuff's going to happen. Good, bad, and different. And one thing I know is that we've got the ability to hold on to that home, whatever's coming in the next couple of months. And it's not going to be smooth sailing. <laughs> for the, ne the rest of this quarter is not going to be an easy um, time for anybody in this industry uh, because we're going to have some issues. And, but the good news is we don't know exactly what the issue is, but we've been through enough waves that we know when we see one, we know how to hold and lean and turn and power and back off and go forward and we'll figure it out. So when we'll come out the other side going, damn, that was one hell of a ride. Right. And everybody with us will say, thanks for keeping us alive. <laughs> right. That's really ultimately the goal. And then let's see bruises what, along the way, but yep. And then, Hey, yeah. that beer still in the cooler. <laughs> and it's had to be fun. So I want to thank everybody for just coming along this journey with us. And it really is nothing but a journey and it's an evolution and it's going to some cool places and we'll don't know exactly where yet. We've got some pretty cool ideas, but we'll see um, where the turns take us along the way. So, yeah, I'm excited about it. Cause I think we're going to be basically doing this you know, almost every day. So you're going to be able to literally come on this journey with us step by step and there's going to be good and there's going to be bad. That's like the hot sheet, right? I love the hot sheet because it gives such a transparent view to us and the agents into what's happening, good or bad. Right, there might be a day where there's five on there, four on there, and no, I don't, don't see it. My mood right. is dependent on the outcome, the outcome of the hot sheet. <laughs> if it's a bad that, day, don't talk to me. <laughs> they know whether they should call you or not. Yeah, call Jeff um, if it's a bad day. Don't call okay. me. 
but I, I mean, I love it, right? That's the transparency. And, and because we're doing, you know, the, that's why we do the volume of content that we're doing. It's not to try and overwhelm anyone. It's so that it just speaks to the transparency. You know, we're not only going to reach out to you and create content on a good day because it's convenient. You're going to get us pretty much every day. And the reason you're going to do that is because you're going to get to see what Tuesday's like, what Wednesday is like, what they're, because there's no other way for us to do it other than to show you everything and take you on the ride with us. So if well, you're going to go on this journey, I really appreciate it. So we started that in 2008 when the market crashed because we knew we needed the mindset of our agents to be one of opportunity, not pessimism. And we knew staff wise that we were still doing deals every day. Nowhere near the number of deals we were doing, but we were still doing deals every day. And one of our agents actually was a computer programmer at GTE. And he wrote the program that does that for us. That was kind of cool. Now, yeah. but yeah, that was a, that was a broker move to instill the proper mindset so the agents could clear their funk out of their heads and get focused on productivity rather than the news. Yeah. Right? And see what people are doing. Because there's a That's lot of business being done. Needs to happen in the industry. And it has been happening in this industry for us for 28 years. So there you go. Now, real quick before we end, um, speaking of evolutions, Jeff, are you thinking about, since we're coming out of this corona, not wearing a blue shirt every day hmm well it, it all be an interesting i feel like you should let me and craig pick a new color and then for one quarter you have to wear that new color shirt it's about <laughs> time for my shopping excursion because here here's how i shop i go to one particular store twice a year and <laughs> i spend about two hours there and I buy about 20 of the same pants, 20 of the same shirts, and two or three pairs of the exact same shoes, right? And I wear them out, and then I go back and I get the same thing. And it's just easier for me because I just go grab them. And so that's what I do. So, so hey, is, I'm it, open. is it easier? I'm trying to understand the mindset here. Is it easier from a shopping perspective, or is it easier from a in the morning, I don't have to think about it perspective? Because, I mean, oh. you know, Mark Zuckerberg is famous for wearing the hoodie every day, and he just just said that that was because he didn't have to think. It was one less thing he had to think about. But That's I'm, very just, true. I'm just curious and trying to understand where the mindset is here. It is. <laughs> it's simplify, right? It's a, it's a simplify move. Here's what I know for sure. I know what I'm going to be wearing. I mean, it's interesting from a, I didn't make, I didn't realize how um, interesting it was until we started shooting a ton of content and I've got a freaking <laughs> shirt on almost every show. It's like all day no. long. We have one day of content shooting. Okay. Maybe I need you're, to mix this up a little bit there. You're like, you're like, you're like a cartoon character. <laughs> like it never Consistency. Wears, it wears the same outfit every day. Right. I love but, it. But that's right. I feel like we do need some sort of like wager or bet that would require you if you lose to wear a different color picked out by the winner for at least like a week or a quarter or something. Hey, I'm open. I'm, op I'm open to the wagers. All right, you <laughs> but know this is not blue. We're, Check it out. I'm mixing it up. There, there is, I know what shirt you're wearing and there's blue in there. I know there there is there. A it's, a, it's a blue and green. I know it. <laughs> so with, with that said, 
I think we'll, we'll end it here. And if you are watching, please comment below or shoot me an email at what you think the wager should be, but we, and what color, because we need to come up, we're going to come up with a bet and we're going to let the users decide. We're going to come up with a bet and you're going to have to wear a different color and I'll even get in on it. I will wear a Cowboys or uh, I, it's tough for me to even say that. Oh, that's a big Eagles, Eagles shirt. I will wear something too that combats it. So it's an even it's an even deal. But we're gonna come up with a wager because I can't wait to see you in like salmon. <laughs> yeah, I think red color would go good with his pink aura. That's right. <laughs> the big pink one. I gotta lay in the sun for hours to look like that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'll get, I'll get, I'll get pink. I don't tan. I get pink. Yeah, right, well, so. well, welcome to my world. I'm probably burning inside my house right now. That was the funny thing. I, well, let's end on the pink, the big pink one story just for fun. So I'm in. Um, I was in Nevis with my uncle Tom, and hanging out down there. Had a re rental house down in the Caribbean. It was a badass little island, and um, I was down at the bar. Shocker, right? Hanging things out, and Tom came down to find me and see what's going on and he comes down if you haven't met uncle tom he's like a cartoon character on his own he's an awesome guy yes. and um so he goes down and talks to some of the locals like hey you seen my nephew anywhere i'm like oh the big pink one <laughs> <laughs> so i was that was the big pink one on the island of nevis for a while so that kind of that kind and he has of, not lived <laughs> that down in decades Nope, there you go. And now his son the little pink and one. And so pink one. the big pink one t-shirts will be available online later today. Hashtag big pink one. <laughs> no graphics on that one, please. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, available you should, you should probably right there. <laughs> available in kid sizes. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, on that note, on that note. <laughs> Jonathan will get a kick out of that one. Uh, I love it. Talk to you guys so, later. See you. See ya. <laughs>